0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast. Today, we're going to reflect and speak upon Ukemi. Going back to multiple episodes, you remember as a historian or a once upon a time historian, I'm really not a fan of breaking out a kanji dictionary and looking up the word in order to convey an understanding of the word. So simply looking up the word ukemi, identifying the kanji for ukeru and for me tai, the body, and then going to receive body to receive in the body. Voila, done. I'm very much against that doesn't really bring anything to us and in fact what it hides most from us is that we are part of an ongoing tradition of a, of determination on what ukemi means. It kind of affords us this position which is assumed to function outside of history and therefore outside of the truth games and the political struggles that actually determine which discourses fall where on any kind of cultural hierarchy. It pretends we're not part of that process and that we somehow are in some ultimately clean, pristine position of objectivity where we just define a word. And there we have it. In fact, I would say this idea that I can just look up a word, define it, and therefore know what it means is part of our own cultural fictions that has for centuries now prioritized language and the intellect over other aspects of culture and of our own body-mind. So let's dig a little deeper. Let's say ukemi, let's start here. Let's, let's, let's get away from the discourse of ukemi and let's get into the practice of ukemi. So ukemi is the practice of uke. What does this tell us? Maybe we should ask first, why is this important? It's important because Aikido is in, whether it knows it or not, is in a crisis. Let's go deeper than that. Aikidoka are more and more Awakening to the result of the last tens of years of practice as it has been up to now. When I say they're awakening to the results, they're awakening to a gap that exists between what we said we were doing and why we were doing it and what we actually do and how we do not actually accomplish the why. That is the crisis, as I called it, because it's up to each Aikidoka on whether They want to do something with this awakening or whether they want to return to a dream state. Out of those who want to do something with this awakening, there's a secondary crisis, a fork in the road on whether they will bring consistency between what we do and why we say we're doing it or whether they discover some other why that matches what we do. So somewhere in our history not yet even a century because I think this crisis started after O-sensei retired in Iwama. Somewhere in our history there must have been course deviations, degenerations, allowances made that got us to where we are now. But in light of what we said we were doing and why we were saying we were doing it, got us to where we are now while it is not where we wanted to be. I've spoken several times about Nage. And we can pull one point in particular that Aikido Kihonwaza is not self-defense, nor does it function through the modern, if then, modality of training. So it begs the question, well, what is Uke doing? What is Ukemi? And so we started. Let's hold off and move away from a direct translation of the kanji characters for ukeru and me, and just define it first, it is the practice of uke. If you attach this to the notion that nage and kihon waza is not a defender and is not self-defense, then uke is not an attacker. This is key because people in this crisis need to figure this stuff out. I think some are making the mistake of seeing uke as an attacker and seeing nage as a defender as they're trying to realign Aikido practice with the why of self-defense or martial viability. I also think it helps make sense of the art for future generations while maybe, just maybe it will bring some light to the very strange and weird person who follows Aikido on social media but does not practice the art itself. So ukemi is the practice of uke. And if kihonwaza is not self-defense then uke is not an attacker as much as nage is not a defender. And working this in the forward direction you can say where there is ukemi There is no fighting, there is no contest, there is no attack. There's none of the elements that we moderns recognized as contest or as fighting or as self-defense or you versus them or me versus you. All that is very, very inaccurate. We also know the art is a yin-yang art. It is based and grounded in yin-yang theory. And we also know from previous podcasts that it was developed via a pre-modern episteme, one of concentric thought. Meaning I'm not going to find some aspect of the art that is not itself a reproduction of the same yin-yang theory. This yin-yang theory is going to be present in every single aspect of the art. So we're not doing self-defense. We're not fighting. Ukemi is the practice of uke. Nage is not the defender. Uke is not the attacker. And yin-yang theory is the basis for all of this. We can then match up nage and uke and afford them yin yang values. Nage is yang and uke is yin. In this sense, if you go forward and we're not doing self defense, and we don't have an attacker and defender. Instead, we have a nage and a uke. The nage is yang, the uke is yin. Then it is but a short hop, skip and a jump to realize that Kihon Waza is really a ritual practice. And if you know your history, you know that goes back centuries. Centuries. With documented evidence being found in the Ruist schools in 500 BCE. It may be the case we don't understand ritual practice that's more of a modern problem than it is a ritual problem. It seems our job is to understand as moderns, our job is to figure out how earlier cultures found and developed some sort of viability via ritual practice. We know there was some goal, some utilitarian aspect to this kind of ritual behavior to Kihon Waza. We can say that's exhibit A. And we have exhibit B. We just don't have a utility or a viability to our own practice of these rituals. We make, we're making the mistake however as a product of our own culture that therefore these prior existing rituals don't work where instead we should practice a little bit more humility and examine another possibility for our lack of viability. We don't know how to get them to work. Some of the reasons might be we do not understand yin-yang theory. Some of the reasons already mentioned, very common understandings of ukemi to receive in the body. Usually people understand that only as the fall itself. Whereas the phrase ukemi is the practice of uke would involve all actions undertaken by uke within the ritual of kihonwaza. We have the other modern understanding of attacker and defender. That's going to lead us astray, even in terms of philosophical hierarchy. If we understood yin yang theory, yin is yin and yang is yang, and one is not superior to the other, but in terms of the modern dichotomy of attacker and defender, one is clearly superior to the other. We afford moral prestige to one and morally condemn another. We grant one victory and one defeat We'd rather be one than the other. You see this sentiment in Aikido circles today. When modern woke and entirely egocentric people see a problem with the sensei never, in their words, taking ukemi. Why don't you take ukemi? Why aren't you the uke sometimes? You can see the value afforded in the dichotomy between nage and uke, where originally, in yin-yang theory, the the dichotomy is not hierarchical. Nor the values are social. They're not. You'll even have sensei who will go, look how woke I am, I'm going to be the uke. It's the same misunderstanding about what is going on. When you go deeper into yin-yang theory, and you understand that at one level there is the harmonization or the reconciliation of a yin-yang dichotomy at another level, at a deeper level, at a more sophisticated level. A reconciliation of dichotomy means a transcendence of dichotomy, a returning to the Tao, so to speak. Valuing the devalued role is entirely antithetical to this transcendence. Yet, in modern circles, it's very much appreciated. Meaning, what is wrong has become what is right. If we look at this from yin-yang theory, we understand that both uke and nage are training in the art. One is not simply a victim while the other one trains. Both are training in the art. One is training from a yang perspective and one is training from a yin perspective. One is not waiting for their turn to train. And while one is training from a yang perspective and one is training from a yin perspective, the understanding is that both are doing the same exact training. They are not different trainings. There are not two arts. At our dojo, we start with when it comes to teaching the practice of Vukyeh we start with something in particular. We start with the Kokyu beginner element, the internal skill of Kokyu, the beginner element of ground vectoring. Of sending weight and gravity, energy into a single Ground vector. And part of that energy is generated along a purpose. The purpose is to spinally displace the nage. At the same time, the uke takes, or the nage, correction, the nage takes uke's energy being generated from their ground vectoring and their effort to spinally displace the nage. The nage takes that energy and also establishes a ground vector. At this moment, both are doing the same exact thing. Kihonwaza is a two-man ritual practice. In this dichotomy between Nage and Uke, at the commencement of a kihon waza, uke is afforded their role in the ritual. And that is with these mechanics to generate a conflict. So at this point, as with all yin and yang, a yin rule has a yang aspect to it. So here, uke actually initiates the conflict. And naga's task is to reconcile the conflict. This does not mean that Uke is attacking. Uke is simply initiating the conflict that is to be reconciled by Nage. As with all yid theory, in Nage's Yag move, there is an yin aspect to it. So Naga's movements in all of Aikido Kihonwaza will involve an initial yin receiving of Uke's yang conflict. It is this receiving that makes Aikido consistent with overall Jiu-Jitsu theory which is one of non-contestation. The means by which this conflict is established and the means by which this conflict is reconciled is done by the same exact means. By a means of reconciling yin and yang. By a means of the internal aspects of Aiki and Kokyu. And by means of establishing a body organization in which both Naga and Uke operate or organize or function in relation to their hada, Both are doing this exact thing. As the Kihon Waza continues, As nage goes on to reconcile the initial conflict through whatever prescribed movement there is, that nage generates different yin and yang values, but through kokyu and aiki and via the hara as an orientation point. These different yin-yang values are then to be reconciled by uke along the same utilization of aiki and kokyu and the same body organization which has the hara as its axis of action. In order to do this, a few things must happen. On a positive side, uke must not disengage. On a negative side, Yuke must not seek these reconciliations themselves. Meaning, Yuke does not position themselves, place themselves, allow themselves to be led as it is understood today, run circles around nage for no reason, etc., Sometimes this causes confusion in, again, that very strange and weird person who hangs around Aikido social media sites without actually practicing the art. The confusion comes from, let's say, for example, uke comes in, utilizes their yang aspect to initiate a conflict. Nage uses their yin aspect to non-contest and to begin a reconciliation process of that conflict. Goes on to use Aiki and Kokyu to generate different yin and yang values which Uke now reconciles through their own Aiki and Kokyu and their centered body organization, starts to experience kazushi as a main aim of Aikido kihonwaza tactics, and maybe amidst that kazushi, nage throws a palm heel to the uke's face. The palm heel would clearly be, at that moment, a yang energy from the yang roll of the kihonwaza. In the state of already falling, And with the assignment of reconciling yin and yang, the good uke will continue to fall and not let their face be struck by that nage and this appears fake to that strange and weird person not realizing from yin-yang theory the ritual has been performed correctly. Uke has neither lost nor won, and Naga has neither lost nor won. Both were training in the art. There was no attacker. There was no defender. There was no self-defense. What is going on then? Again, you have to go back to ritual. What was ritual for pre-moderns? Ritual is a kind of training. It's a participation in a decided upon Behavior. And it trains the human organism not through the intellect, which itself is based upon its own prioritization and its own separation from other aspects of our humanity. Rather, ritual is something that trains us through our body-mind. Trains us not as a brain in a vat, but rather as embodied consciousness. And it is grounded in the notion that what we do is who we are. Then understood concentrically, who we are is what we do. When you see Aikido Kihonwaza, And it is being performed incorrectly. This is not merely a matter of understanding or misunderstanding or lack of understanding. This is not how pre moderns would have understood this. Instead, Kihonwaza that is being performed incorrectly is performed incorrectly because the being is incorrect. You're not going to adjust this being by giving them more understanding. By talking about things more, by drawing pictures, making charts, it's not going to happen. The way you change a being, the way you transform a being, the way you move a human being from one version of themselves to another version of themselves is through rule-governed behavior, ritual. Because each movement of the body simultaneously involves a thought a feeling, an understanding of the world. It is a training that takes place through the body and functions to change who we are because of the body-mind unification. And what Uke and Naga are doing as the same thing but from Yin and from Yang is the same art, is the same behavior is the same body mind with the same aim as a goal. The goal of reconciling yin and yang and of transcending dichotomy. to understand the strategy of non-contestation and define and to live through the still point that is center. When you understand Kihon Waza from this perspective the uke who's fighting or attacking is as incorrect and inaccurate and as deluded as the uke who throws themselves, who runs around in circles. Both of those uke are unawakened beings controlled by their fear and their pride and their ignorance. And it is both of those beings that have led to the modern Aikido crisis. Though they point at each other and say, you did it. They are the same side of the same coin. You can see, or I would pause it before you, why the founder may have went from a very large curriculum in Daito-ryu to accepting, or at least not protesting, against what in comparison has has to be considered a very small Kihonwaza Waza curriculum. It is unclear or not yet definitive, definitively understood how the larger Daitoryu curriculum got so condensed into what we now have for Aikido's main Kihon Waza curriculum. We cannot say for sure that history has not been done it may not may likely not be able to be done but we do know certain things we do know that this reduction in techniques happened at a time when o-sensei considered himself to be retired from teaching More importantly, we also know by his own words, it was at a time when he had grew tired of being around people where he himself said, these people get in the way of my own practice, my own religiosity, my own connection with the divine." This is a sentiment often expressed by people so spiritually inclined as he across the globe and across history. Something else that is of interest when this history is eventually done Is while an instructor like Saito Sensei was trying to keep his technique as close to the founder's technique via the use of a book and pictures and diagrams, what he came up with is the same Categories of techniques or types of techniques as what was produced and accepted in Tokyo under Kishimadu at Hombu Dojo for the Aikikai. True, they are done differently. True, they are trained differently. But in essence, it is the same lexicon. And it is a lexicon greatly reduced From the original Daito Ryu. I think what we can say pretty confidently is that a reduction took place. It seems arbitrarily decided upon. It may or may not have received the Founder's blessing. But we know it did not receive his condemnation either. And that's interesting. And here's one possible reason why. If Kihonwaza is a ritual practice based in yin-yang reconciliation and the transcendence of dichotomy through the utilization of non-contestation, the internal aspects of Aiki and Kokyu, and a hada oriented body organization, if it is not a matter of self-defense, if there is no attacker and no defender, no hierarchy by which one role is denounced and another upheld, what really does it matter on how many techniques I have or in how many different attacks they address. In fact, one technique would be enough in terms of ritual theory. Not even two would be needed. I can feel in my own practice now approaching 40 years and itself supplemented by real experience in asocial violence as a law enforcement officer. I can feel the value and the importance in a ritual practice. I can feel the infinity from a practice that is based in being. Rather than intellectual understanding, I can feel if I know, if I truly can be a reconciliation or a transcendence of yin and yang. There is no end to the techniques. And in that realization I can accept that one technique is enough. Perhaps O-sensei accepted this too. Perhaps, though, he went a step further. Here's where. I think if Kihon Waza as a ritual is aimed at a particular being, it is attempting to reject or to exclude another type of being A type of being who cannot reconcile yin and yang. Who must contest. Who does not use Aikin Kokyu. Whose body-mind is not organized around the still point of center. And of centeredness. a type of being that is unconsciously or habitually in bondage to or enslaved by fear, pride, and ignorance by the ego tripartite, by its utilization of dichotomous thought, oppositional thinking, the enacting of its will to power, its desire to overcome others. And the torturous life it lives on a behavioral pattern that makes distinct Preference and avoidance in all things. In other words, the being that Aikido Kihon was a, is seeking is an awakened being. I think what O sensei may have realized. Entirely, this is entirely speculative. Is that from an awakened state, one kihonwaza is enough. The infinity is no longer distinct from the singularity. and perhaps as he told us as he said himself he was into his own practice he prioritized his own practice above the practice of others they were bogging him down they were bothering him they were getting in the way of his communion with God He wanted to go deeper. He wanted to be lost in God. So the problem of unawakened beings, beings caught in fear, caught in pride, caught in the ignorance of the ego, the problem of that being was not his problem. In a way he ignored or did not feel compelled to pay attention to for our sake all the other practices, all the other means outside of Kihonwaza by which he made Kihonwaza a viable vessel for awakening. In this light as a teacher as being a person that others are dependent upon. And as O sensei himself did, I myself am not ready to say, Kihonwaza is enough. Even though, for where I am now, I feel and know it is. As a ritual, Kihon Waza, in essence, functions not so much as a self-contained catalyst for transformation. It is more a window Into a state of being. In comparison, there are other means that should supplement Kihonwaza because. They, re- they produce more gross transformative elements. In other words, there are better, more fruitful, more viable ways to produce within the deshi a capacity to reconcile fear. While Kihon Waza assumes the reconciliation of fear or the skill in reconciling fear and thereby does have a cultivating aspect to it because it assumes the reconciliation of fear, it is the least productive environment for developing that skill. Skills are better developed in environments that do not require them. This is why, for example, it's easier to learn how to pull your parachute cord on the ground than during the first time you're jumping out of the airplane. In this latter sense, then, Kihonwaza, in my opinion, must be supplemented by training involving attackers and defenders, by fighting, by contest, by martial context and the utilization of the stress adaptation model. All the while knowing that this is not Aikido and this is not Kihon Waza, And that if I truly understood the art, if I truly was a being who had reconciled fear, pride, and ignorance, one waza is the universe itself. This concludes this episode of Budo, the Way of the Warrior podcast. For more information, please visit Sensioncenter.com S E N S H I N C E N T E R dot com or find us at Facebook at Sension Center and on our YouTube channel at Sension One. Thank you for listening.